0: yay hey everyone welcome to another episode of make him known and happy canada day for those who are in canada i guess i realize that some of our listeners are not in canada so well,
1: happy canada day to
0: those who aren't yeah. in canada and now you know that today is the day that we celebrate canada
1: yes and we just
0: run around saying sorry to each other
1: (laughs) that is the celebration that's how it's (laughs) (laughs) done But we have to come out of our igloos first exactly. and then we ride our polar bear to town. 100%. Yeah. Those are yeah. all <laughs> real things that happen here. And it's, it's Anna's favorite day because she just wears gets to wear lumberjack, lumberjack. just all the time. Actually, and then she's not hated for it. i am <laughs> <laughs> never hated for it. <laughs> well, People, yeah.
0: I'm beloved
1: for that. Yes, okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> People come up to me and are like, we saw lumberjack in the store and we thought of you. And it yeah. actually makes me so happy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, oh, tomorrow's man. the day that everyone gets to wear lumberjack. Yeah, exactly. yeah. It's
0: not just an Anna Bowman thing. It's yeah. a, like, every Canadian thing. Yes. Oh dear. We were just talking because, as you've probably figured out by now, we have another stories with friends, and we'll tell you about her momentarily. <laughs> we like to do this thing where we pretend like they're not here
1: for the first <laughs> until we say, and yeah. they just <laughs> <automatically> <laughs>
0: sit there and are like, <laughs> "I'm waiting. I'm waiting." <laughs> <laughs> and we're all looking at each other right now, but you guys don't know that. Um, but we were talking about the, um, the theme song because when you're a friend of the podcast and you come on and share your story, you get to learn the original lyrics. And Becky was saying um, just a little... Uh, make him known fun fact is that bentley who is your in-laws dog
1: yeah he's a little like the cutest pomeranian he's so fluffy he's so adorable and
0: he um he hates the song yeah
1: he they think that he actually has been diagnosed with like ocd or autism (laughs) some type of that for a dog which i didn't even know was possible but he's he's just so cute but he like sounds really bug him yeah so like Jonathan is actually a little bit of a bully because he'll go, like, he'll make noises yeah. and then, like, Bentley will start to kick. Like, he just doesn't like that. So anyways, every time that Tammy plays the podcast, he, like, runs I out of the that. room. He's like, nope, I not this again. So <laughs> Bentley is
0: not a fan. Yeah, not of the a podcast.
1: fan. But the person who is here is a fan yeah, and is. maybe even our number one fan. Yep. At least top five, that's for sure. Well, I mm. always
0: call her our biggest fan. Yeah, so, yeah.
1: so it's very exciting. if if
0: you actually think you're our biggest fan let us know let us know yeah and i would argue no you're not because you haven't been on so (laughs) (laughs) i guess unless it's one of the friends that we already have had on but (laughs) yeah
1: um but Mm. i am very excited to introduce this friend because she holds a very special place in my heart um because i have known her since she was just a wee little one i don't even know when we met like i have no idea but we've known each other for a while Mm. but um, this is my friend Megan, who is here, as you can tell from stories with Megan. <laughs> By the title. Shocker. Um, and yeah, so Megan, why don't you start us off with one of your fun facts so we can get to know you a bit. I'm so excited. Thank you guys for having me on. I really am so excited.
2: Um, okay. My first fun fact, it might not sound that fun, but I think it's fun is I have two jobs. so i have two jobs my first job i am a social media coordinator Hmm. which is very interesting i like created my own job essentially which is amazing amazing. um and my second job is i work at starbucks and i'm a barista i didn't know that it is so much fun i'm learning things honestly i've I've (laughs) been there since
0: february and it is like the perfect job which starbucks leslie and stackhouse Oh my goodness! It's so close. Yeah. Well, now I'll go to that one more. Please because do. I'm a firm believer in the Gorham one being the best one, so that's <gasps> the one that I was going to. But you have to come so to. Stack I know. House. So many of my friends work at that one, so that's why four, I always yeah. go there. But now I will go to the Stackhouse one. Please do. Well, there you go. But that's so yeah, that's exciting. my first fun fact.
1: That is a pretty good fun fact. Thank Wait, you. I want
0: to inquire more. This okay. episode is going to be like three hours. This is going to so be. So yeah, this is the longest yeah. one I think. Um, you're a social media <laughs> coordinator for whom? I work for. for church Dude, I'm the social media coordinator for my church. We are twins. That's amazing. Right That's yeah, awesome. I love it. I feel so, so left out. <laughs> Sorry. Becky, you can I'm also be kidding. a social <laughs> media coordinator. <laughs> I'll you I'll can just coordinate your church. life yeah. like on social media. You can yeah. do it.
1: Oh dear. Okay. <laughs> Bex, you want to do one next? Sure. Um, so originally this podcast was supposed to be recorded uh one week ago. Mm, correct. Just less than a week ago, I guess. Um, but I had COVID. So that happened and I was so sad because I had a coffee date on one of the mornings and I, I went and I was, I had like a slightly sore throat. So I thought that I was going to be kind Mm -hmm. and take a test to be like, Hey, I'm just letting you know, I have a sore throat, but I tested negative. Um, that didn't happen. (laughs) I had to cancel that and literally everything that I was looking forward to. Um, but instead, I sat at home and I isolated, and I played Stardew Valley with Jonathan. And um, if you don't know what Stardew Valley I is, it's actually a super fun video game. Okay. Um, and it's like a farming simulator. Um, so literally, you like Why play are all the games you play about I farming. I don't know, but I love <laughs> it. I love it. Something oh. about farming, like Heyday, was a, a game I played forever, and okay. I had to like. I felt convicted. I was playing so much of it that and I like she deleted it. Used it as a metaphor. Yeah. In one of the hey pod- Day. okay yeah anyways so all Stardew Valley will come back yeah well. will oh come yeah. Back. yeah but Stardew Valley is like one of the greatest things ever and we found out that we could play split screen so like we That's can play nice. the same like thing. farm, but together. So oh. it's like we share the responsibilities, that's everything. Beautiful. We share the money. I mean, that's like real life. But I so know anyway, it's so fun. You
0: should just tell people that while you were in COVID isolation, you became a farmer. Yeah. Do okay. But just that's, don't my, s- that's my that's my fun, fun fact. I am now a farmer. We have to restart this. <laughs> <We> don't, <laughs> don't, don't give don't. more information.
1: Just no, say I'm, just a, I'm farmer. a farmer. Yeah. Because
0: yes. without context, sure that could be true.
1: <laughs> I mean, that, I think it's a fun fact either way. But I yeah. guess it would sound a little bit more fun if no, I just said that. If
0: you just left it there.
1: Yeah, I love it
2: though. What was the yeah. game
1: called again? Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley, like a farmer. It, it really does like And you can married you get married in it. It does. So are you guys? Did you get We're hoping to, but we have to. We have to make. <laughs> Wait, it. We have to make a wedding <laughs> ring. <laughs> We're hoping. <laughs> but to. he keeps giving gifts to other people, <gasps> and I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> Anyways, that, he also gives oh gifts oh to gosh. me, so I guess I shouldn't be upset. But just one
0: of them hasn't been a ring yet. Yeah, not yet. We have to
1: make it. We need iridium bars to make it. We don't have those. They're Hard goodness. to come by. you are waiting to get married. <laughs> <That's so laughs> but we already share our money and live together. So, I mean, I don't You're know what um, things we're promoting we're but close. yeah yeah if, if you've
0: just tuned in right now we're talking about them in the game not in real life <laughs> we
1: are married in real life correct um, It's real. That's, though that's how real you would thing. tune
0: into a podcast halfway through and not start from the beginning i don't know but, but someone might but maybe. be doing they it. might yeah. just be
1: like i'm just gonna fast and forward and <laughs> if they tune in it was exactly at that moment <laughs> yeah, like yeah. not any other just that moment Have you ever thought
0: about that when someone goes if you're just tuning in now then blah blah blah"? i'm like true why how? do people say that yeah who would it ever be doing Unless that. Unless it's
1: on the radio and you came in like halfway through a song. I guess. Or something. Okay, that's valid. Uh, yeah, I, yeah I went right to podcast too. I yeah. was like, how
0: would you just Or even like a talk show or something. It's like, yeah. why would you just start right there? Not start <laughs> Unless the it's beginning.
1: cable and you turn it on at 8.15 and they're already halfway through. But but that just happens to be the exact time they say if just you're just tuning in, in right now. That's just the Lord. I, I mean, <laughs> I don't have know. connecting <laughs> the dots <laughs> in the <laughs> perfect timing. Cool. I don't know. I can accept that. Connecting yeah. the dots. Okay. Table
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny this is okay, literally that's so funny gonna yeah. be three hours yeah it anyway. is. Okay. okay megan
2: what's your second fun fact okay my second fun fact is that i have a cabin Yay.
1: and this is so
2: fun for me me and anna were just talking about this before that i i really appreciate anna because she votes on every single poll that i post to do with the cabin like she's a loyal follower and I'm invested. I just, I, you are invested and I appreciate it. I appreciate everyone's advice, but yeah, I bought the cabin last year and I've been like renovating it. And it looks really good. Parents. It looks so Thank good. Thank you. It looks guys. so good.
1: I told her that she has to renovate and like change up our cabin. Now I'm next. the Pine
0: Orchard renovator. You're gonna yeah. have three. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> next time you come on to do stories with Megan Part Two, you're gonna part be like, I two. have three jobs now. Yeah, now yeah, I have yeah. three jobs. The the third cabin one is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have my own and, um, show. And what camp is this at? This is
2: Pine Orchard. Yeah. Yes. yes. Which Plug. Becky and I are both connected to yes and we're literally going to be there this weekend which yeah. is so crazy in just a
1: couple of days yeah there you go it's gonna be crazy. That's I'm. Um, I'm so pumped. I'm yeah. pumped for you guys. Thank um, you. One one of my favorite moments of your. Th- this is just another side oh story. No, we're, we're, we're adding we're these, these all in there. If, if you're <laughs> if you're not here for the side <laughs> stories, just like maybe don't. Maybe but check also out. listen because it's gonna be a good episode. It but is. like just yeah. warning that there will enjoy be a lot us for us guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is who we are. Um, <laughs> take us how we are. Yeah. But one of my favorite things was when you were doing like the paint swatches <laughs> and you were trying to read one of them and then you you were trying to say. Sidon, but you said like. (laughs) <laughs> Becky, I cannot pronounce things. And I also like full on like just now called you out. But like in I, in it, I said, hey, uh, it's actually pronounced Becky Poseidon. And I a voice, voice message
2: <laughs> breakdown of how to say Poseidon. And it was the funniest thing I've <laughs> That's ever seen. It like, was. Hey, that. Let me
1: help you. Someone had to yet. call me
2: out. I couldn't. Le- I couldn't let that slide. Poseidon. Poseidon. <laughs> and so I think good. I said it like. I, I knew it was wrong yeah. and I was welcoming corrections. Yeah. You know yeah. Ariel's dad,
0: Poseidon. Yeah. <laughs> it's the king of the sea. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh my it was god. Oh so uh, uh, man, that's uh, fantastic. Awful. Yeah, from day yeah. 1, I literally the very first like story and poll you ever posted, I voted on it and then I messaged her and was like never stop Never stop. <laughs> I'm so invested never stop. now. And I just told Megan earlier I was like you should have a groundbreaking ceremony with like a ribbon I have and scissors to now. and just invite everybody. And and um, I I, have I would be there front row. Anna would be the first one to show I up. Would, I would come an hour early. I love it. I love <laughs> it. And help you tie the ribbon. <laughs> help me tie the ribbon. And get the scissors already. Yes. We need giant scissors. Oh, yeah. of course. So good.
1: Oh, okay. dear. Okay. What's your fun fact, Anna? My fun fact
0: <laughs> is that I love cartoons. Ooh. And that my favorite cartoon of all time is Gravity Falls. <gasps> On Disney Plus. Great, do choice. you know it? Okay, of course, amazing. Of if you haven't watched it and you're a fan of cartoons, you should go and watch it. And this is what I always say: there's a difference between like Dora the Explorer explorer i can't say dora, Explo- dora the, the explorer Explora. i always thought that's what it should be called not explorer <laughs> who wants dora to pronounce the era dora the explorer Sounds um cool. anyway there's a difference between that and gravity falls like i love oh, yeah. cartoons where there's an ongoing mystery throughout like the entire thing you know okay. what i mean like there's the individual episodes where they encounter the different magical creatures mm-hmm. but like there's the over like The story that goes over all two seasons. Anyway, Mm -hmm. plug for Gravity Falls. But also, if you're listening and you're a fan of Gravity Falls and you would like to know a show that you would also like, because you know when the internet's like, if you liked this, you'll also like this. That's what I'm doing for everyone who loves Gravity Falls right now. Amphibia also on Disney (laughs) Plus. Okay, watch it. It's amazing. Ducktales, the new one on Disney Plus. I'm just an ad for Disney plus oh, at this yes, point yes. yeah also a amazing walking Disney and plus then I yeah <laughs> and then currently I'm working my way through Phineas and Ferb and I didn't grow up with the Disney <gasps> channel so I'm watching I've seen the first season like a bajillion times because those are the reruns that would go that yeah. would run on like another channel or that would be on demand when I babysat kids that I would watch of course yeah <laughs> but I'm going through like the whole thing for the first time and I'm almost at the finale and I Aww. guarantee you I will cry, You're gonna cry. I <laughs> cried in Gravity Falls I cried in Amphibia. I've I've cried oh, no. multiple times in
1: DuckTales. I am that person. Oh, so I'll be a breakdown. Anyway, that is, that is my fun fact for today. That's a great fun fact. A fun fact, fact and a little... And a plug. And a plug. Yeah. And, plug. But yeah, and yeah, legit, not a sponsor. If
0: you're listening and you like Gravity Falls... Please message me because my problem is that I watch kid shows and they end and I go, I have no one to discuss this with because I love, I can't keep anything inside. I'm a verbal processor, so I need to talk to people about things. So I'll literally post on Snapchat and be like, does anyone watch Gravity Falls? I need to talk. Does anyone ever respond? No. (laughs) Never, never, never. Because I'm friends with people who aren't still children, apparently oh uh, that's yep. so funny
2: that's my fun fact that's Back a good to fun you, fact Megan. i enjoyed that thank you um my last fun fact is that i have two tattoos <gasps> i thought this was just a cute little fun yeah, fact that is but a fun fact the, the sad part is i can't show i can't show them because it's not well, we can or take or it, pictures but i can describe okay yeah. Maybe, yeah true so the first tattoo i got one out of two is i got this on my <laughs> 18th birthday the day i turned 18 i that's was like awesome. i want a tattoo um, so I went to this place and I got joy tattooed on my right arm. Love it. And then during the pandemic at some point, I was like, I need another tattoo. It was very random. So I got this flower bouquet on my arm. Oh, that's so cute. I just, I I love I, there's them. no meaning whatsoever other than I just love the way it looks. And I love that. I love that you can do that with tattoos. Yeah. yeah. It can be super meaningful or
0: just or completely like, random. Yep. Yeah, so I have a mix, but I love
1: that. Yeah, that's that's my last one. I love that that that. was
0: because we've both talked about our tattoos as our fun. That's what inspired this one. That's perfect. I was like, if they did it,
2: I can do it too. Yeah,
0: and we've also both talked about how we've had way too many part-time jobs. (laughs)
1: Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) Also that. (laughs) Also that. Oh my goodness,
0: so good. Awesome.
1: Well, we are so excited to have you, Megan, and so excited to have you share your story with us. And um, we're actually fully going and blind yep. we uh this we usually it. go over and do like an overview and an outline and kind of chat through things yeah. but we figured we were like you know what we're just gonna talk through it yeah. and it'll Sometimes be like a, it a genuine way. conversation yeah. Yeah. so
0: also i want to say that like from day one ever since you being like a number one fan like you've been like top of our list of people that we wanted to ask is to that meet. true oh yeah yeah that is it's, true it's actually. been a year of this podcast so far but literally you've always been on the list That's just want so you to know nice yeah yeah the mini- you started gosh. commenting being like i'm listening i love it you this is like, amazing i was like on. she's yeah 100%, <laughs> yeah, That's so 100%. Nice. So yeah. it's guys. been a long time coming but we're so excited we are that here, you're here. Yeah. yeah it's
1: happening it's, it's so good on. yep um so i'm gonna pray for you and then we'll give you the, the floor. floor the Please, mic yeah. the, we all have mics but you can and the floor yeah and the floor <laughs> <laughs> anyway i don't know why people say that i have the floor and the mic and i'm excited <laughs> oh my goodness awesome okay let's pray together Um, Father, we thank you so much for just this opportunity and just the the joy that we've already had just chatting (laughs) and just laughing together and getting to know each other even more. And um, we just pray for everyone who can hear our voices right now. Father, we just pray for their hearts and what it is that they're going through in their seasons. Um, and we just pray, Lord, that you would just open their eyes to see you and that you would make yourself known through this story. We thank you for Megan and we thank you, Lord, for what you've already done in her life and and for the things that she feels called to share. And so we just pray that you would speak um, through her and allow her to have the words from you and, and share with confidence. And, um, yeah, we just pray that... Um, that you would be made known through this episode, but that the body would also be encouraged by her story and that we would just feel strengthened together. And, um, yeah, Lord, we are just so, so unbelievably grateful for this moment. So we just pray that you'd be glorified through all that we say and do, and that we would leave this episode loving you more than we do right now. And we just pray all of those things in Jesus name. Amen.
0: Amen.
2: Amen. Yeah. Okay. I'm so excited. Me Me too. I, I, I'm excited. I'm a little nervous, but I'm mostly
0: excited. I always say that that's a good balance. It's a good balance. Because sometimes it's not like a good amount of nerves makes you do things with excellence. Do you know what I mean? That's very true. Yeah. That's very
2: true. I always say
1: nerve-sighted. Yes, she does. I'm going to use that.
2: Nerve-sighted. And please, at any point, butt in. Okay. Okay. I will. Please do. (laughs) Please share your thoughts. Like, I I feel like it's better if it's a conversation. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. but yeah, I'm really excited. Okay, I do, I do just want to start with a little warning. Um, just That sounds so intense. It's not that intense. but um, So a lot of my story kind of talks about, or like I've walked through mental health struggles. So I do just want to give a little warning if mm-hmm. people, you know, if they struggle with anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts. And that is like something you just don't want to hear about right mm-hmm. now maybe just try another episode tonight and come back if if you want to or if you can't that's fine as well I'm not offended by that I actually think that's like very um like brave to like know yourself that well and healthy that you know Mm -hmm. like oh maybe I shouldn't because I'm gonna be like back in that place if I listen to that I've done that before and I think it's like it's a good thing to acknowledge if if that's you um Mm -hmm. But yeah, there's a lot of great episodes you can go and listen to that are like really just fun and awesome. Um, and I wanted to start off. Um, so actually, let me start with this. The, the podcast that really inspired me to come on Make Him Own, because I've wanted to come on this podcast for a while, um, is the Stories with Ileana episode. Mm-hmm. Her story, if she's listening to this. Ileana, you killed that episode. It was beautiful. Your testimony, it was just, it was so beautiful. It was powerful. It was, it was so well said. Like, just every word was so, like, eloquent. I don't know. She was a great speaker, but um, the way she kind of broke it down is kind of the way that I'll be breaking it down as well, where it's not so much in telling you my whole story, but like bits and pieces that I feel like the Lord mm-hmm. wanted me to actually share
0: with you. Mm-hmm. And um, I have to say that Megan said oh earlier, no. no, 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 it's not a bad oh, thing. Oh, good. That when <laughs> we, were <talking laughs> s- we were talking about, we were talking about stories with Illy and how it's her like favorite episode. And she was like, yeah, I've probably, she's like, I've probably listened to that episode like, like every other week since it's come out, which Genuinely. is so, that was so cool. I just love that you shared that because I think I'm sure other people have listened. I've listened to a certain episodes more than once, yeah, but yeah. I don't know yep. if we've ever talked about that before like someone saying oh I've listened to that episode over because sometimes when there's something that you know when you need encouragement you just go back to that thing that you know will encourage you you know what i mean so i think that's super cool and Mm -hmm. a testimony to what god has done in illy's life and the Mm. very purpose that we do stories with friends is because illy's story encouraged you so much and until you said that she would have had no idea you know what i mean and now hopefully we pray that your story will do the same for someone else and it's just a ripple effect you know yeah that's such a good point
2: Um, so I kind of want to start off with actually a Bible verse that I feel like kind of sums up my story a little bit. And this Bible verse is in Lamentations 3, and I'm going to be reading out of the message version. I, I, I really like the message version. It's, it's very easy for me to understand, and I really like that. It's kind of like a poem, and I, I just really enjoy that. Um, so I'm going to be reading from Lamentations 3, 19 to 33. Um, and it says this. It says, I'll never forget the trouble. The utter lostness, the taste of ashes, the poison I've swallowed. I remember it all. Oh, how well I remember the feeling of hitting the bottom. But there's one thing I remember, and remembering I keep a grip on hope. God's loyal love couldn't have run out. His merciful love could not, could not have dried up. They're created new every morning. How great your faithfulness. I'm sticking with God. I say it over and over. He's all I've got left. God proves to be good to the man who pa- passionately waits, to the woman who diligently seeks, It's a good thing to quietly hope, quietly hope for helping God. It's a good thing when you're young to stick it out through the hard times. When life is heavy and hard to take, go off by yourself, enter the silence, bow in prayer. Don't ask questions, wait for hope to appear. Don't run from trouble. Take it full face. The worst is never the worst. Why? Because the master won't ever walk out and fail to return. If he works severely, he also works tenderly. His stockpiles of loyal love are immense. He takes no pleasure in making life hard and throwing roadblocks in the way. That was beautiful. It, it's mm-hmm. so long, but it is beautiful. Like, I just I, I feel like this relates so much to kind of what I've walked through the last like two years. Um, just the way it even starts, like just how actually like sad that is. Like, mm-hmm. I will never forget how bad things were, but then also like I will never forget how faithful God was mm-hmm. through yeah. the actual worst points of my life like Mm -hmm. the feeling of hitting rock bottom and i feel like that is literally what i walked through and i I remember i read this it must have been like a few years ago now and i read it like specifically from the message and it has stuck with me ever since it is it is beautiful and all of lamentations, like it kind of goes back to this general idea that like the lord has just always been faithful Mm. um which is kind of like i hope the thing that you take away from this podcast is that things 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 for me at least have gotten really bad. Um, and like there have been situations that really, really suck. But God has always been faithful. And I feel like if you can remember that and if you can always hold on to that, mm. you will, you'll make it out to the other side. Because mm-hmm. if you know God is faithful, that's enough. Yeah. Like yeah. That, that's enough. Um, so I wanted to start with that.
0: I just, I really think it's a beautiful beautiful scripture i love like lamentations and ecclesiastes are two books Mm -hmm. when i was younger that i never understood because you know when you're 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 a kid and you still have that blissful like naive joy because like the world hasn't sucked it out of you yet um (laughs) like (laughs) 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 yeah no legit and you're like this is so depressing and then i remember as i got older like meeting people Mm -hmm. who went through mental health and they were like lamentations and ecclesiastes they were like that those books are me like those books get it yeah yeah yeah. and like solomon like knew like he was going through hard times and then as i've gotten older and gone through hard times Mm -hmm. i'm actually so thankful that there are those portions of scripture Mm -hmm. because if scripture was just all like oh everything's gonna be okay and like 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 sunshine rainbows and lollipops i think we would feel like our rock bottoms aren't supposed to be here or something but god doesn't say no, you're not supposed to have rock bottoms. He's mm-hmm. like, you are going to have them, but as you said, mm-hmm. I will still be there mm-hmm. through them and faithful through them.
2: That's that's really really good. Um, and this kind of leads me right into the first little section. I've given them all titles, but they're they're loose titles. I love them. Um, the title is "Mental Health Matters." God cares about my mind. Um, and this is this is kind of the the story. This is the, this is the main part that I want to share with you because um, mental health. I think you know you grow up and you don't think you're gonna like. Be depressed. Mm -hmm. You don't think you're gonna struggle with anxiety. You don't think you're gonna want to end your life. Mm -hmm. Like you just don't think about that. I I definitely didn't at least. I just thought it would all be kind of good and Mm -hmm. everything would go well. And then it didn't. And I was kind of shocked. And I want to share about this because just over the last two years I've realized how important it is and how God actually cares about how I feel. Like I I, that changed things for me when Mm -hmm. I understood that God cared about my mind and, like, my well-being. He didn't just, like, love me. Just, like, he loved me. Like, he loved my mind. He loved, like, everything about me. Mm -hmm. Um, So I kind of want to start in grade 9, actually, which is where my mental health became, like, a thing that I had to, like, be aware of. Um, So in grade 9, I got into the wrong crowd, which was not good. I mean, the popular kids crowd, it's just not a great group of kids, I feel like. It's just... It's mean and you don't like realize it until you're out of it. Mm. Um, But in grade nine, I, it was about, it was around Christmas break and a rumor went around our whole grade um, that I had done something with somebody that wasn't true. Mm. Um, And I remember being really upset about it. Like just like, like so sad, like deep inside of me, I was very upset about it Mm because it wasn't true. Um and I remember everyone was talking about it, and looking back on it, it probably wasn't that big like it was just high school, but to me at the time it was really, really serious. yeah, um, and I remember going home and like thinking about it It was Christmas break, and I thought about it for a few weeks, and then I decided I wanted to die because mm-hmm. of it mm-hmm. like I went it, it's very odd how I went from like what like the rumor happened, okay, I don't want to be alive anymore, and that was the first time I've ever experienced like. Such intense thoughts yeah. of, like, like, suicidal thoughts. Yeah. Um, so I ended up telling somebody that I, a, a close friend of mine, that I wanted to, like, die. And I essentially, like, told them what I was going to do.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: they ended up telling my parents, because my parents didn't know. And... I was furious. I was like, "How dare you? You betrayed mm-hmm. me!" I mean, of course, you just go to like your friend betrayed you. How dare you? Yeah.
0: Was this a peer, like someone your age? This or? was yeah. This okay, was a close yeah.
2: friend of mine. Like we'd grown up together, right. um, and they were a good friend that I trusted. Yeah. So I think that's why I told them. Right. Um, but they told my parents, and my parents ended up making me go to counseling, hmm. and I was furious. I <laughs> was just so angry, um, because I obviously why would a grade nine want to talk about this with anybody? It just, mm-hmm. I mean, like why? Let alone someone that your parents are forcing you to exactly. talk to. Like, yeah. <laughs> this wasn't a choice. This was, you're going to get help. And yeah. I was not happy about it. Um, so I ended up going to see this person named Andy who works at the Juniper Tree, which is incredible. Um. I, <laughs> he is so much of the reason I'm here today. I'm so grateful to him, but I ended up going to see him and I was a very hesitant at first because obviously you do not know this person. They are an actual stranger. Um, and I was in therapy, I think for three months in grade nine uh, when I would just, I would go once a week and we would just talk about it. And Andy actually ended up becoming like a very safe person for me. And I was able to Mm -hmm. like deal with these things. Um, so I ended up dealing with it and I was, I was, I was good. Like I, I stopped going after three months all was well. I thought, okay, I feel good again. I won't be back here. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're good to go, I think. So I left and I moved on with my life and I thought it was fine. Um, And and then we're going to fast forward because really nothing else happened with my mental health. Like I was good for a while. Um, And in December 2020, 2020, 2020, no, 2019. <laughs> before the pandemic. The years are so messed up I for know. me. <laughs> yeah, right before the pandemic. Okay, yep. I applied to go to this college called Hillsong College in Sydney, Australia. I applied in December and I got in. And you were in grade 12 at this point. I when you was applied. doing a gap year. So okay. I graduated in like June of 2019. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I taken the gap year so I applied gotcha. like just out of high school. Yeah. Um so I applied, I got in and I was excited. Mm-hmm. I was going to Hillsong College. I couldn't believe it. I'd always wanted to go to this college. It was like it was a dream. Um but I got accepted and you know, we all, we all know what happens in March of 2020. <laughs> the world closes down and I was not able to go. And it was really, really like devastating. Mm-hmm. Um, because the, the dream was just like gone all of a sudden. Um, and I, I ended up doing like an online version of the school. So I would, I was supposed to go July, 2020 and move to Sydney, but I ended up doing like an online version of the program as was everybody who was mm-hmm. doing it. Cause you yeah. just could not travel. So we did an online version, which was really like good for the first however many months I did it, like up until December. It was like really good. I actually really liked it. I felt like I was learning and growing, felt like it was in a good place. I was like hopeful. I was in like a good place with the Lord too, like the best place I've ever been, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, And then uh, February 2021 came around and I got this really bad feeling that something was going to go. Happen like Mm. I don't know, it Mm. was like it was like the Lord was trying to maybe like warn me or like not even warn me, but like kind of just let me know that I was about to walk through something that Mm. wasn't gonna be good at all, it was gonna be horrible. Mm -hmm. Um, and I remember in February 2021, I decided to drop out of college, Mm. which is just another thing that like I would have never expected. Like, I, I I had to drop out of college because I was just, I was so mentally like unwell and like spiritually unwell. I just, I was exhausted. I was not in a good place and I decided I was going to drop out of college, which was a very hard decision to make. And this was dropping out of the Hillsong online
0: thing that you yeah, were doing. Exactly. Yes, gotcha.
2: So I'd done like one semester right? and then I was like, I thought I could do, I, I ended up doing like one week into the semester too. Yeah, mm-hmm. And I was like, I just can't do it. I felt, I felt like something was not right. And yeah i was like okay i have to drop out and I, I was not happy about that i was i was devastated who drops out of college i mean that's yeah it's embarrassing it, mm. it 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 felt embarrassing at the time and of course like you have people asking you and it's like a knife in your in mm. your heart every, every single, single time ti- every yeah. time and it still happens like two years later like oh how's Hillsong college oh i have to explain this story now i'm yeah. a college dropout like it is
1: very painful. Yeah. It is very hard. If they ask you in the future from here on out, just tell them to listen <laughs> to the episode. <laughs> yeah. It'll I be good. I just send them the link. I'm yeah. like, just, yeah, maybe yeah, do this you and <laughs> It's <laughs> easier this way. It's easier. It's <laughs> less You're welcome painful. for all of those who have gotten to this point because
2: of that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm just going to send them the link. That would be so much easier. <laughs> um, but anyway, I, I dropped out of college. And again, I had this feeling that something bad was, coming and Mm -hmm. i don't know i can't explain it it was very weird it was like i never experienced something just like deep inside of you like
1: something impending doom yeah Yeah. something is
2: not right um and i yeah i was i was unemployed i was not in school i was mentally and spiritually exhausted and this is when the cycle began for me of just not good um like february 2021 to I want to say like September of 2021 was like the worst few months of my life. Hmm. Um, It started like I was unemployed, right? So I didn't have a job and I wasn't in school. So I would wake up every morning. I would literally do the same thing. I'd wake up. I'd go for a drive, a really long drive. I would go and get a coffee. I would come home. I would watch TV. I would have dinner. I would watch TV and I'd go to sleep. And it just started happening. Like every single day I would do the same thing. Mm -hmm. And then every, I, I started to notice like, oh my thoughts are like not good right now like why do I feel like I want to like not be alive anymore mm-hmm. like oh why do I feel like everyone hates me and nobody wants to hang out with me and every single day it just started getting more intense like it got to the point where I would literally like I would try to sleep in as late as humanly possible yeah because the later I slept in it meant there was less time in the Shorter day the that day I had was. to be a- alert like and I had to like function yeah yep. And it got to the point where I would wake up and I would instantly put like AirPods in, and I would instantly turn on something so that I couldn't hear my thoughts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, like it was it was so bad. Like I had to literally block my thoughts like via podcast, music, TV. Like I could not. I had to go to sleep with like something in my ears like playing so that I couldn't think. Like Mm -hmm. because if I was left alone with my thoughts, it was a disaster. It was. It was horrible. Like the thoughts were horrible. It was everyone hates you. God hates you. You're worthless. You're stupid. You're a college dropout. You don't have a job. You, nobody cares about you. Nobody would care if you died. And it started getting like dark quick, Mm. Uh, like very quick, like uh, odd, like I think by March it was like every day I would wake up and I wanted to die Mm. and it was like very, like it wouldn't go away. And then like, you know, you're like on a drive and then you you start to like swerve just to see what it would be like. Like, cuz you're just like it's so real. Like, I can't explain depression other than it's as tangible as like your skin to your bones. Like it yeah. feels very close. F- like very scarily close to you. Um and I remember at one point I messaged my friend in a group chat and I said, "How do you know like when you need to be medicated for like depression?" Like it 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 was really scary and she, she sent me like this quiz that you had to like fill out or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I remember doing the quiz and the results obviously were like, yeah, you need help. Like you <laughs> have to go and help, you have to get help. Um, and I didn't. And I just, I, I just thought it would get better, which was a very big mistake because it, it didn't get better. Um, and yeah, I just, it got really bad and it, it kind of paused through the summer and in September, of ni- September 19th, 2021, I wrote like a journal entry and I wrote, it's getting really bad. <laughs> I was like fully, I knew what was happening. I was like, I know I need help. I can't ask for it. I want to tell somebody, but I can't. It's getting bad. It's getting hard to fake. It's getting really dangerous. I want help, but my brain is telling me that I can't get help. Um, And it was very scary. And I remember just feeling like I wanted to die every day. Like, what do you do with that? What do you do when you wake up every day and you want to die? It's 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 horrible. Um, and at a certain point, I it was very paralyzing because it was like anxiety mixed with depression. So like you go to ask for help, but then you're too anxious. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I would like, I'd prepare like a text message to send to like my friend to ask for help. And then it would be, I couldn't send it because I was too anxious. Um, and at a certain point in October of 2021, I finally messaged my friend um, who had originally actually helped me when I was in grade nine I messaged them and I just said I know this sounds crazy but I need you to s- I need you to write an email that I can send to my therapist mm. because I can't even write an email like that's mm. how bad it yeah. is I can't even form a sentence to send to them I've tried and I can't and I need you to help me and luckily this person did they they're amazing and they like wrote the whole email and I literally just had to hit copy and paste and send and I could handle that um but yeah it was it was it was very crazy and I ended up going back to therapy in October of 2021 and I was in it for six months I was going once a week and it was it was very very hard like it was it was horrible um because you're having to like confront Mm. everything that you like like, depression had told me like i couldn't tell Mm -hmm. anybody this was back with andy again this was back with andy again okay yeah was
0: did um did what you were feeling at this point Mm -hmm. feel similar to what you had felt in grade nine or was it different it was different it was worse it was
2: very very dark yeah and like Mm. like the thought like the fact that it was constant, right? Like I couldn't get a break from it, and it didn't seem to be brought on by
0: anything. No, it, just,
2: it was just the way it was, yeah. And I just had mm. to,
0: yeah, deal with it. And did did your parents have any idea of what was going on? No clue. No, no yeah. clue. So you're really good at faking it. I
2: I really was. I was great at faking it. Yeah, did because you, I I yeah. could I couldn't tell anyone, right?
0: Did you find it? Well, I guess. I'm trying to form my thoughts in my brain right now. I'm um, trying to figure out. Did himself. you Okay, this is what I'm gonna say. Okay. <laughs> when you thought about like asking for help or explain like, was there a fear in your brain of this isn't logical, so I don't know how to explain it to someone to make it seem like I legitimately mm. need help? That's do you know what yeah, I mean. I do actually Because mental health is something that, in my opinion, is sometimes unexplainable. It, like no, there is literally Sometimes it is brought on by something. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it doesn't make sense. And yeah. I totally get the whole you feel like you're crazy. Yeah. Like you feel like you're about to tell someone like I believe aliens exist. Yeah. Or something like that. Like that it because it's not tangible and there and you yet, can't ex- and yet yeah. for the person feeling it like you said like skin on bone it literally very tangible so close right? yeah yeah it, that's exactly
2: how it felt it felt unexplainable if yeah. i tried to explain it to some i well one i couldn't even form a, a text yeah. message yeah um let alone try to explain to someone what my mind was telling me and like yeah. uh, uh, not that many people i feel like like experience the constantness yeah. of it like maybe once in a blue moon you're like no, I don't feel good like I yeah. feel really sad or I feel like I'm yeah. sad uh, the constantness was the part that how do you explain that to someone how yeah. do you explain that 24 the moment I wake up I the first thing I think in the morning is I want to be dead today mm-hmm. how do you explain that you cannot explain that to someone mm-hmm. it was it was very paralyzing like that's a good word paralyzing unexplainable yeah it just doesn't
0: make sense because it's one thing to struggle with asking for help mm-hmm. it's another to literally not have the words have the to words. ask for help. Because that's if it's so, like, yeah. oh, I need you to grab that thing off the counter yeah. over there, I can be like, hey, Megan, can you grab that yellow cup that's over on the counter over there? Yeah. But if you didn't know the word counter or yellow or like that's, that's, so, that's literally that's what it's accurate. like sometimes to have to struggle with mental health. Yep. Which is why, because sometimes I think people are like, well, just get help. And it's like it's not that easy. Yeah, it really isn't. I mean it took me from February to to September
2: and I barely like I I barely could like yeah even say that I needed help like Mm -hmm. I had to get someone to write the email that's how bad it was that I couldn't even form
0: an email to send to my therapist like but I love that you asked that friend to do that because sometimes mm -hmm. I think I don't know, human beings are really bad at asking for help. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think sometimes we joke to the beginning about running around on Canada to saying we're sorry to each other. <laughs> As Canadians, I think yeah. we're overly polite too, and we don't want to inconvenience people. It's so true. And it's like there is always, there's always a creative way around it. You know what I mean? And the yeah. fact that you're like, oh, I want to ask for help, but I can't send the message. It's like, so then ask someone to literally write the message like, for you. Sometimes you literally have to do that. Yeah. Or like... I, <laughs> funny enough stories
2: with Ileana she had said like she could not pray yeah like people had to pray on behalf of her yeah because mm-hmm. she literally couldn't that mm-hmm. is exactly how it felt like mm-hmm. I could not send the email someone had to literally write it for mm-hmm. me and I had to like hit copy and paste but like they had to do all the work yeah. I I couldn't do it yeah and I think sometimes like we don't think that things are just that serious like yeah if I if someone messaged me saying that I would think Honestly, I probably would think like, how can you not form an email? Yeah. But sometimes people really, they yeah. cannot, they, they're they so anxious. They're so depressed. Deba- they really do believe that life is better without them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They believe that if they tell someone it's a burden yeah. and it's like a responsibility they're putting on someone. And I think, yeah, I, I, I really hope to be like a safer person. I think that's mm-hmm. one thing I've learned. Like I hope someone could come to me yeah. if they were struggling and, that I wouldn't be like judgmental. I'd be yeah. like, yeah, I'll write the email for you. Yeah. That's not mm-hmm. a problem. Like, I, yeah, I think that's really, that's, that, that was really good. Um, but yeah, I ended up going back to therapy for s- six months. I just like stopped like a month ago. Finally. Um, <laughs> it feels good. <laughs> it's so hard. Like it, it really is so hard to like for an hour a week. Like, that doesn't even sound like that much, but to like pour out your whole entire like heart mind oh, yeah soul it's terrifying it really is terrifying um but i guess i'm on the other side of that which is good um and then i I wanted to read psalm 143 which is literally titled a cry for help Hmm. this is how i felt um it says lord hear my prayer in your faithfulness listen to my plea and in your righteousness answer me do not bring your servant into judgment for no one is alive for no one alive is righteous in your sight For the enemy has pursued me, crushing me to the ground, making me live in darkness like those long dead. My spirit is weak within me. My heart is overcome with dismay. I remember the days of old. I meditate on all you've done. I reflect on the work of your hands. I spread out my hands to thank you, and I'm like parched land before you. Answer me quickly, Lord. My spirit fails. Don't hide your face from me, or I will be like those going down to the pit. Let me experience your faithful love in the morning, for I trust in you. Reveal to me the way I should go, befo- because I appeal to you. Rescue me from my enemies, Lord. I come to you for protection. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. May your gracious spirit lead me on level ground. Mm-hmm. And I love. I, I, I love it. I just. I. I feel like we need to be more real.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. More
2: honest. Like mm-hmm. it. Uh, there are characters in the Bible who like pour out their heart before God, but for some reason, like we as like the people of God feel like we can't do that. No. Nope. Yep. And it it's just not like healthy. Like if God already knows everything in my mind, why am I scared to tell him how I feel? Mm-hmm. Why am I, why do I feel like I have to fake it? Like it, it doesn't make sense. I think there's a,
0: when you pour out your heart to God, you're also being real with yourself because hmm. it's literally just you and God. Yeah. And so there's almost a, Yeah, God already knows all of
1: it. But if I say this stuff out loud to him, it means it's real. It's real. You know? That actually reminds me of this idea that I used to do all the time which <laughs> is very silly but i i feel like i would start liking a person okay and i yeah. like a boy not just a person like <laughs> i would start liking a boy okay. and then i would think about it all the time about like how our lives would then mesh together and yeah. become one cuz obviously that's what you do of and i feel like i would never tell people because until i told people it wouldn't be real but then as mm-hmm. soon I as you tell that, 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 that one, one person you're like whoa do this i actually you. have feelings is yeah. this an actual thing yeah. 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 and it is true because because v- v- vocalizing things or verbalizing things is an actual thing. Mm. And, um, we were doing a study by Jenny Allen and it's called get out of your head. Mm. And she, she's like a a teacher of the Bible. And she said for two years, she did not believe that the Lord was good. And she said, I didn't tell anyone about it, Mm -hmm. but I was held captive by that lie for two years. And then as soon as she said it, she's like, I realized how silly it was for me to even say that or think that or believe that. But Mm -hmm. she's like, I was held so captive by this thought for two years because I didn't tell anyone. Yeah. Like there's so much power in telling other people. Yeah. That's yeah. Yep. so
0: good. Your our minds are a prison sometimes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like and speaking things out, it's so funny. My whole life, like my mom, when I was upset as a kid, whether it was like something dumb or something serious as I got older, she yeah. would always be like, do you want to talk about it? And I'd be like, that's not going to fix anything. And then I would proceed to talk about it. Yeah. And then at the end, she'd be like, do you feel better? And I go, yeah, but I don't know why. But I did feel better. Yeah. But it's like, what? The problem is still there. Mm-hmm. The the anxiety, the whatever I'm nervous about, yeah. the thing I have to face tomorrow at school, mm-hmm. the, pr- the presentation I have to do, whatever it is, yeah. it's still there. But for some reason, speaking things out loud... You just have to vent about it. Mm Yeah, it's super powerful, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, I love this example. I was just reading this. Actually, this afternoon, this was like a random last-minute add-in. But it's actually a a story in 1 Kings about Elijah. Um, So it says, uh, Throughout God's word, we see God caring for people, their whole being specifically. In 1 Kings, when Elijah is fleeing for his life, he finds himself under a tree wishing to die. God cares for Elijah, giving him food and food to eat and time to sleep. God meets his physical, tangible needs mm-hmm. first before talking to Elijah about anything else. We have a God who's near. May we be a people who love God with our minds by caring for our whole self, including our mental health. And I never actually read this story before. It's like only six verses. It's very interesting to me, though. It says, then Elijah became afraid and immediately ran for his life. When he came to Beersheba that belonged to Judah, he left his servant there, but he went on a day's journey into the wilderness. He sat down under a broom tree and prayed that he might die. He said, I have had enough. Lord, take my life for I'm no better than my ancestors. Then he laid down and he slept under a broom tree and an angel touched him. The angel told him, get up and eat. Then he looked and there at his head was a loaf of bread baked over hot stones and a jug of water. So he ate and drank and he laid down again. Then the angel of the Lord returned for a second time and touched him. He said, get up and eat or the journey will be too much for you. So he got up, ate and drank. And then on the strength from that food, he walked 40 days and 40 nights to the mountain of God. He entered a cave there and spent the night. Like God knew like, oh, Mm -hmm. he's overwhelmed. Here, have some bread that I just prepared. Because bread fixes
1: everything. <laughs> that is the
2: moral. <laughs> fix
1: things. Yeah. Carbs I'm fix so excited things. for camp because it's carbs on carbs on carbs. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Don't even
2: get me started on camp toast because I could talk about that for an hour. But um, <laughs> I just, I love this story. Like, I've never, mm-hmm. God literally is like, okay, here's your food and water and now sleep. Yep. Yep. And now let's do it again. Food, water, sleep again. And now you're ready to go. Yeah. You're you're ready for the journey. He walked
0: forty days and forty nights because God fed him two times and let him sleep. Yeah. Like I've seen so many times on Facebook there's a thing that's like, oh, like the just meme. A, yeah. Just a <laughs> reminder that if you're having a bad day, like mm-hmm. God gave like water and food and rest to Elijah. So sometimes you just need a snack and a nap. And it's like <laughs> legit, that's right? It's literally so true. Yeah. Cause I think we have bought into the lie that God I don't know like that he just wants us to be like at a great place yeah. and it's like no mm-hmm. like Jesus meets us where we are at yeah you know he's not like I'll come when you're when you're ready or yeah. when you're at the state that I want you to be in yeah he's like no I meet you wherever mm-hmm. you are at right yeah. now
2: that's that's so good um and this kind of goes so I I wanted to, I was debating if I wanted to talk about this or not and I I I decided to, and this section is literally called, God, I'm, I'm mad at you. Mm. And again, something you never think you're going to experience, like anger towards God. How could, how dare I? Like, Mm -hmm. how dare I be angry at God? He's, he's good and he's perfect and he loves me. Uh, I can be mad at God still. Like there are things that I walk through that God makes me walk through them. And I'm confused why he made me walk through them. And I'm not going to lie. I'm not happy about it either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I walked through something that was really horrible um, in in September of 2021. Well, I was doing, I was helping out this church. I won't say the name obviously, but I was helping out this church. They needed like a worship pastor for the summer. So I was going to help them out. Um, so I did like two months there and I was really, really liking it. I was enjoying it and it was fun and all that. Um and I remember one day we had a staff meeting like we would every week and we finished the staff meeting and I went upstairs to go and do something with the piano or whatever and I came back downstairs and I was sitting in the office that I had and there was a meeting room right beside it. Uh and there was two pastors in there again not going to say their names obviously but there was two pastors in there they were sitting and they were talking and I was like okay I'm going to go in there after they're done talking obviously not going to be rude and I sat in my in my office and All of a sudden they started talking about me Mm. and I was like, oh, that's weird. They're, they're talking about, and I'm sitting here and I don't know if they know I'm sitting here. Like Mm. my door's open. And then it started getting like hostile. Like they started talking like badly about me. Mm. And I was like, oh, this is weird. And then they started talking like even worse about me and they started like Cur- like not critiquing me. It was worse than that. It yeah. was like mm-hmm. they were talking like about my relationship with God as if they like knew mm. what, w- what that was like. Um, and then mm-hmm. they started like talking about my church and my pastor and it wasn't good. Mm-hmm. It was really bad. Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting there, I think it was probably 30 minutes. It, it felt like 30 minutes. Maybe yeah. it was less, but I sat there and I just was like crying cause mm-hmm. they were they, like, they were talking horribly about me and I remember I finally like got up and I think at that point one of them realized, "Uh-oh, she was sitting there the whole time." Oh my goodness. And she like quickly left and I went in, and I was like, "We were supposed to have a meeting afterwards and I was like, I have to my mom needs me to go home. <laughs> 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 I have to get out of here and I I never went back and I sent them an email and I was like, "I heard I heard everything you said." Yeah. And I can't I can't mm. help you anymore. I I can't. You They like just, they tore me apart and it was horrible. And I remember walking through that and I, I got to therapy obviously like a year after that and I hadn't like ever come to terms with like what actually happened that Mm -hmm. afternoon. Like I'd never Mm -hmm. dealt with, I never dealt with it. Um, And I remember like, I was like 45 minutes into the first time seeing Andy again after the four years or whatever. And I had told him like everything that had happened in my life, college, the church thing, everything, the depression, the anxiety, the suicidal thoughts gone through this whole thing and we kind of just stopped at a certain point. He looked at me and he was like, are you mad at God? And I just started sobbing. Mm. I, I uncontrollably, like unconsolably crying. And I just remember being like, why does God want me to be depressed? Why is he making me walk through this? Why did he let me sit in that room while they were ta- tearing me apart for 30 minutes? Why am I walking through this? I'm, I'm mm-hmm. so confused. I feel like God hates me and I, I, I know deep down he doesn't, but it really feels like he doesn't like me for some reason. Mm -hmm. And I remember just like, yeah, like sitting and like hearing it vocalized, like, am I mad at God? Where do I go from here? What do I do? Like, uh, uh, what do you do when you're mad at God? He's, he's the creator of the universe. How do you deal with your anger towards God? And I still don't know to this day. How do you, how do you deal with that? Like, it it was the most confusing thing i've ever walked through and like it was very interesting because i just never thought of it like that like Mm -hmm. i think i am mad at god and i don't know where to go from here yeah it was it was very very
0: confusing and i I think it goes back to what you're saying of like we need to be better at being real right because again All these people in the Bible, like Mm -hmm. David pouring his heart out, Solomon, like all these lamentations and like, yeah, Yeah. just like songs of sorrow and everything. They didn't, they didn't like cushion it. Like they didn't, you know what I mean? They they weren't like, okay, here are the emotions you can talk about with God. Happiness, joy. Okay. Yeah. A little bit of sadness. That's fine. But like you can never talk about anger or like jealousy or, Mm -hmm. you know, these things when that's i was just talking to someone the other day about my testimony Mm -hmm. and how i went through like a period of being angry at god Mm -hmm. and it's like is it good to be angry at god no he doesn't want us to be angry Mm -hmm. at him but we're human beings and we're sinful and he doesn't want us to sugarcoat it Mm -hmm. he doesn't want us to put on a face and just be like yeah i'm not angry it's fine and Mm -hmm. then like move on you know what i mean because he That's the beauty of him. It's Mm -hmm. not a religion. It's a relationship. Because when you're in a relationship with someone, you don't just go, here are my good parts. Like, here, I'm never going to be angry angry with you. I'm never going to do any of these things. It's like, no, you have to be fully yourself. Mm -hmm. But that is it is a super weird thing to even to this it's day when i'm high. like i was angry with god a little part of me is like <laughs> a part <laughs> like, of you like cringes yeah you're like, am you're I like how, to say ca- that how out loud? can i be
2: mad at god and i had to like come to this point where i was like god is big enough that he can handle my anger <laughs> if uh, why oh, am yeah. i scared of like i should not be scared that he's gonna like punish me for being angry like or walk away. God or, God yeah. wants me to be real with him. Like if I fake everything in my Christian walk, my Christian walk is going to suck. It's yeah. going to be horrible.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: God wants me to be honest and vulnerable and tell him what's up. Like if I'm mad at God, I've now learned like, okay, I'm going to go to God with my anger. I'm mm-hmm. not just going to sit with it anymore because that's mm-hmm. not good either. I have to be like, hey, God today, not a great day. Like I'm not happy right now. And yeah, I yeah. I don't know what to do and I'm confused by your plan. I don't know why this is happening. And I just don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And I think I think I think that's what God wants yeah. other than yeah. me faking it. I really yeah. do. And I don't think he's mad at me
1: if I'm mad at him, no. which is
2: the amazing amazing yeah.
1: part. It's a really humbling thing to, like, learn that it's okay to ask for help. Yeah. Because I find a lot of times I always say, like, okay, God, you're a faithful God. You are good. You know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. I, like, I reaffirm the things I know about him. But then I stop there. I don't say... Okay, I'm also in this really crappy place and I need your help. Yeah. yeah. Like I need your help for my emotions, for my mental health, for my whatever. Like yeah. I just yeah. need your help. I
0: love the mm-hmm. verse in I wanna say John, but I'm probably messing it up. <laughs> um, where the person like goes to Jesus and it says, like, I believe, mm-hmm. but help my unbelief. Yeah. Like Luke, thank you. Um, that is like the most real verse mm-hmm. in the entire Bible to me. Cause mm-hmm. it's like, Yes, I believe in you. Obviously that's why the three of us are sitting right here, right? Yeah. Because we believe in God and we've trusted him. But there are portions of me that are like mm-hmm. what the heck? You yeah. know what I mean? Like what's going on? Mm-hmm. What are mm-hmm. you doing? And yep. he 100% wants us to bring that mm-hmm. to him instead of just bottling it up inside, you yeah. know? Yeah.
2: Yeah, it it was it was weird to walk through. And I kind of want to finish with this this idea that I had to I had to learn that God delighted in me. And it was very interesting to walk through this as well. It was so interesting. I, I love Psalm 139. It, mm. it, it, it just reaffirms this for me that God actually, like God likes you. Like, listener, God actually likes spending time with you. Mm-hmm. If you can understand that, things change. Like, your, your, your perspective shifts if you understand that God doesn't just love you. He actually likes being with you. Mm-hmm. It, it's so interesting. It's so interesting. That's the kind of God I want to serve is a God who doesn't just love me, but like actually likes to like hang out, like mm-hmm. <laughs> likes when I talk to him and yeah. when I go yeah. to him and when I like put time in like his word and like when I sit at my piano and I worship him, like I, I want to serve that God. And I love Psalm 139. Um, it's it's just so beautiful. You have to go read the whole thing. It's It's way too long to read it. Just go read it all. Just go <laughs> sit down and read it all. I also love Psalm eighteen nineteen. It says, he brought me out into a spacious place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. Mm. Mm. It's beautiful. Um, I, I actually was sitting at my piano a while back, and I was singing
1: this song, and then I kind of went into this part where I was just... The words were not in the song anymore. Pause. Oh. Fun fact um, Megan is a, a very talented musician. Yes. She sings like absolutely beautifully. She plays yes. the piano. And that was it's so just sweet. Incredible. <laughs> call me off guard. Okay, side <laughs> fun fact done. You may continue. I loved that. That was Aww. so nice. Um,
2: but I was just sitting at the piano and I was singing this song about God delighting. There's this song about God delighting in us. And I just started singing. Who am I that you're mindful of me? Hmm. I must be worthy in your eyes if you are mindful of me. I cannot be a mistake. I cannot be a regret because you are mindful of me. I must be a child of the most high if you are mindful of me. I cannot be a mistake. I cannot be a waste. I cannot be a nobody. If you're mindful of me, you delight in me. And I remember just like actually like actually sitting in that for mm-hmm. a second. Like just the fact that like God actually cares about me. And, and likes me and for so long I believed that God hated me mm. like when I was really in a place of like d- deep depression I thought God hated me and I thought he was uh, doing this because I did something wrong yeah. or like I deserved this for some reason um, and just like actually coming to the realization that God likes me was very mm-hmm. surreal um, and it was just yeah it was it was very very beautiful this is like a side note but in October of 2020 I made this Instagram post. I had like st- I've struggled with like some like disordered eating in the past where I was just like not good to my whole body and I, I put it through some bad stuff. Um and I remember I was making this post and I kind of stopped. I was reading Psalm 139 and the Holy Spirit kind of just spoke to me. Um and and w- said something along the lines of like why do you keep disagreeing with me about mm. who I say you are? Snap. Mm. And I was like, "Oh my gosh. <laughs> what do I do with that?" Like I have disagreed too long mm. with who you said that I am. Mm-hmm. If I'm made in God's image, I I can't um, I can't be a mistake anymore. I can't believe that anymore. Mm-hmm. I have to stop believing the lies that like I've just been held in for too long. And I remember like writing that down because I was like, I never want to forget that. I I can't. I have to stop disagreeing. Mm-hmm. I I I like I might not like it, but I have to stop disagreeing with it because. God said it. And if he yeah. said it, it's true. And I have to just try to believe it with the best of my ability. Yeah. And yeah, it, it was very powerful. And I kind of just wanted to finish. I was sitting in a coffee shop the other day and I just started writing because I felt like the God was talking to me. And I just started like writing down whatever came to my mind. And I wrote this. I said, when I fully understand what the Lord has done for me, my identity becomes clearer. When I realize what he did for me on the cross, my worth becomes evident and his love becomes the most important thing. When I realize that the Lord is on my side, I realize that I can never be alone because he stands with me in it all. When I am not who I think I should be, when I'm not good enough for God, when I think I'm not good enough for God, I haven't, when I think I haven't done enough, I remember that God's kingdom is upside down and I will never be able to earn anything because in Christ, everything I could ever need is provided. When I step into my calling, things change. When I realize God isn't done with me yet, things change. When I remember that I will never not be loved by God, my perspective about myself and others changes. When I understand that God loves me just as much when I'm praising him and thanking him as he does when I'm angry and confused at him, I feel safe. When I remember that humans will fail me, but God will never fail me, I feel comfort. When I remember that the Lord when I remember that asking questions is good because I'm building my foundation stronger and stronger. I feel like I'm going deeper with the Lord and I, I, yeah, I just, I, I hope people take away from this whole story, this whole mess of whatever this was, that, that God is faithful. And if you can hold on to that, you, you really like, you can make it through. If you can like hold on to that confidence, I, I think you can make it through, even if it seems really, really hard. Um, it's funny. I was just thinking about this today. I got this tattoo that I was talking about earlier, joy on my arm, and I walked through depression. That mm. is a con- That shouldn't have happened. <laughs> you know when you like kind of regret something for a second. I was like deep in the depression. I was like, I want to get this removed. I can't do this. Um, but this was like my biggest conviction. Was like, mm. I-, I feel really upset. I I feel depressed. I feel anxious. I feel like I want to die. Um, but th- God said that. His joy will be my strength. And like Mm -hmm. just holding on to like even this was like crazy because like this is here every day. I have to look at it. And it was very crazy. Like I just, yeah, it was, it it was hard to walk through and it Mm -hmm. was very difficult. And I still walk, there are days when it is really hard and I feel sad and I feel like I don't want to be alive anymore, but I have to remember that the Lord will always be with me or I won't Mm -hmm. make it through. I have to hold on to that. And yeah, I think that's that's kind of it. That's the story for now.
0: For now, yeah. <laughs> for
1: now. Um, one extra question I have, and if you don't if you don't feel comfortable to answer this, you don't have to. But okay. are you are you medicated for depression and anxiety? I'm not. You are not. Okay. Praise the I, Lord. I thought that
2: I would be. I I like yeah. went on a phone call with my doctor. Actually, I left this part out of the story back in like the heavy part of it, and. She recommended me going to therapy, and that's when I was like, "I'm not going. I'm too scared. Still, I yeah. can't mm-hmm. go." And I ended up, yeah, I I didn't, uh, but I ended up, yeah, going to therapy for six months, and I feel all right. I think, yeah. you know, I'm not going to say that there will never be a, a chance that that will happen, but yeah. for now, I feel, I feel, I feel good yeah. enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Therapy. I've said it on many podcasts. Yep. is a beautiful thing, it and is. I will suggest it until the day I die. Genuinely, even if is. you don't think you need help, like, it, I think it's yeah. better
2: to go when you're not in crisis mode.
0: Oh, I've mm-hmm. said to every, I said, <laughs> I legitimately think that every single person on this planet should, should go just, to therapy at least once. Just to see. And not to be like, yeah, like you don't have to be like I've been diagnosed with this or I've mm-hmm. been di- like you like we all go through stuff hills and valleys, yeah. you know, and it's okay to ask for help. And yeah. talking to an outside person is so helpful. Mm-hmm. And also if you do need medication, get medication. Please. Like my family jokes all the time. We're like, we love drugs. <laughs> <Like that. Yeah. laughs> They're here we to help us. You know, so well I think <laughs> in like the
1: Christian community there's such a stigma oh, on yeah. being medicated and I didn't realize there was until I like kind of dug yeah. into
2: this recently. Right. I couldn't believe Yeah. Because the people stigma. always
1: say like, You just need Jesus. You're not you just trusting need him more enough. Yeah. Jesus. Yep. It's like sometimes I do need more Jesus. We can always say that yeah. every day. Mm-hmm. But sometimes Jesus also provides medication to help us like that is a way that he can work I really like the way that you
0: said it that it was as tangible as skin on your bone because unfortunately Mm -hmm. you would never tell a cancer patient don't do chemo you just need more Jesus yeah and your mental health is just as serious as your physical health right and Mm -hmm. the fact that God cares about Mm -hmm. that just because it's not tangible just because you can't explain it to others or yourself Mm -hmm. like even like sometimes it's just annoying when you don't even know what's going yeah. on you mm-hmm. know it's it's so Let hard alone to explain to someone else it's like god does yeah. he knows like the inner workings of your mm-hmm. brain and what is going on and you can go to him and you can go to other people too there is help out there i
2: couldn't agree m- yeah i feel like mm-hmm. i can speak on all of us if if you are out there and you are struggling yeah please message one of us yeah. i mean i maybe mm-hmm. we won't be able to help you fully but we could give you resources i'm 100%. sure percent if you need we will that. write the email i was I'm pretty good at writing emails. We <laughs> <You laughs> yeah. can write your
0: email. I love I that. I just yeah. love that analogy in and of itself, just that I'm just going to use that now. Yeah. I'm going to be like, I need you to help me write Genuinely? This even when so I don't grateful. mean physically an email, I <laughs> yeah. just need help just, in some areas. <laughs> yeah. You know what I, need I mean? need you to write the email. And I just want to say that thing that you said near the end there hit me like a ton of bricks, like the Holy Spirit saying to you, why are you oh, man. arguing with me about who I say you are? It was, like, it was a we, lot. We... Yeah we would never say out loud as Christians Mm-mm. what God says isn't true, and yet we act on it all the time. Yeah, Like, we think that we're not beloved and that he didn't die for us Mm -hmm. specifically and that he wouldn't forgive us no matter what, like we don't. And I think that's where the verbal processing comes in again. Speak those things out loud Mm -hmm. to yourself, right? Because if you say them in repetition over and over again, you'll start to believe it. And my Sunday school teacher always said, don't pray for confidence, pray for God confidence Mm. because confidence is being confident in yourself. Don't be confident in yourself. Be confident in who God says you are because me, just, just Anna, sucks you know like Mm -hmm. we're not Mm -hmm. we're not enough i hate all these social media posts that are like you are enough i'm like no jesus is enough Mm -hmm. you're not enough right yeah yeah and hold on to that
2: yeah i couldn't i couldn't agree more with like the daily i have like one of those little letter boards yeah you delight in me and it's been there for months and i can't like if i wake up every day and see that i'm not gonna forget it no it's it's in my mind like i can picture it now it's everywhere i have like psalm 139 on the wall i think that's a great idea like cover yeah cover everything you could possibly see mm-hmm. yeah. in in the truth because yes. then when things start to get rocky yeah. you can get yeah. back on your foundation exactly
1: yeah. yeah i think that having you on has been an absolute delight and like yes. my heart is so warmed mm-hmm. and i just remember the megan from 10 years ago however long ago when you were <laughs> in my cabin it the first time not the first time. One of the first times I was ever a cabin leader. I had Megan and her cousin Kayla oh, yes. in my cabin. And they were That was a crazy week. They were um <laughs> We were children. <laughs> children and and very challenging. <laughs> and um yes. it's I just think like how beautiful the Lord is makes things mm-hmm. and how like I how I would never have realized like that time that we'd be here in this place let mm-hmm. alone that we'd have a podcast but yeah. also that the yeah. lord would work in your life and you'd be able to share with us like mm-hmm. I I'm thankful that you're in this place and so thank you so much like yes. from the bottom thank of my guys. heart thank you for sharing and um thank you everyone for listening and I just hope and I pray that if you are in a place where you need someone that mm-hmm. you will reach out and And, yeah, it's crazy. Even, like, in hindsight, I did not know that you were going through any of that. Mm -mm. And it's so hard, like, even as a listener, knowing that I've known you through Mm -hmm. all of this and I've done nothing. Like, I love your friends, love them well, love Mm -hmm. your people, be there for them. and That's so good. Yeah, just... Be the church, mm-hmm. yeah, but like a good, a good church. A good yeah, is that really the church sucks that God that you intended through? for us to be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sometimes Christians sucks, but be Christians who don't suck. Yeah. Maybe do that. Yep. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> we'll.
0: I mean, we're all gonna make our mistakes. We're not gonna yeah. be perfect mm-hmm. anytime soon. But yeah. Keep but moving forward. Praise mm-hmm.
1: the Lord for His faithfulness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yep. And that we can rest in.
0: Yeah. Well. Yeah. After seeing
1: Him, we pray that you go. And make him known.